Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Thinking Project Podcast, where we interview founders and creatives to help you take the next step in your business by listening to inspired stories of these wonderful founders. I hope you enjoy this podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, what's up, Tyson? We're rolling. Thank you so much for being here, brother. I am uh, super happy to be here, man. I've uh, been talking about this for a long time, and uh, I'm super honored to be on it, man. I think you're doing an <laughs> awesome job, and and I, it's an honor to be on it. Yeah, dude, I really appreciate you. Well, um, so obviously, <clears throat> our relationship goes back quite a ways, but uh, but I know that it's kind of you know you stay you stayed in marketing, but I also know it's kind of shifted a couple of times, but, um, in your own words, like, what do you got going on right now? What are you doing? So right now I have a marketing company that can help be an all-in-one solution for businesses. What I've noticed working with entrepreneurs is, uh, you know, that a lot of time and work is spending in their business instead of on their business. And you can get so caught up in that and trying to answer, uh, you know, customers needs, but it's, it's a big deal because that's what the, where the money's coming from is the customers. And so what I have a software uh, that can help automate businesses, um, help communicate uh, efficiently to their customers uh, with text messaging and it can send out review requests. It's a CRM that can help uh, manage your, your customers. And you can see all your communication in one spot as though as where they came from. If it was organic search, page search, uh, you know, what submit this, uh, form they submitted in. So now it brings a unique opportunity for business owners to kind of keep track of their, uh, their, their customers, if they bought or not. Um, you know, and you can automate your businesses with text messaging. For instance, we have a, a, a chat widget that you can put on your website and then, hey, customer, um, you know, you like uh, click it. It will say, hey, can we answer any questions? They fill in their information, hit send, and then it gets text message to the business owners. And then you can automate a response back saying, hey, you know, thanks for submitting, uh, uh, you know, your interest. Uh, we will get back to you as soon as we can. So that then gives business owners that much more time to respond back to their, cause they got a lot going on. Right. And that's the reality of it with business owners. So I felt like I can have a solution to kind of keep track of their customers, communicate with their customers um, and have them make a huge impact on, uh, you know, keeping track of your business. Uh, and so it's really amazing things that are happening with uh, my clients that are on it. And it's been a minute to get to this point. I've learned a lot about marketing and business and, and how the customer reacts to the business is a big deal. How you communicate with your customers is a big deal. And we've seen that through text messaging uh, is a really a great customer service and response rates are better. You know, you think about it, you got a text message from your, the business. It brings a little bit more personable aspect to it. And so it's, a, yeah, it's been really awesome, you know, getting to, uh, to help businesses with, uh, I feel like a great solution for them. Yeah. I couldn't agree more about the text messaging <laughs> as yeah. you know, and many of the people listening know, like I work for, um, a mobile marketing company where we implement like mobile, uh, apps and, and especially SMS marketing. And it's just crazy. Like 
I was at a conference today where the whole thing was just around empathy, but they, you know, they didn't say it in so many words. Uh, but like literally meeting the customer where they're at, like the definition of empathy is just meeting somebody where they're at. And, you know, we learned in this conference, at least I realized that the days of like, the days of like consumers coming to businesses, like are pretty much over. Like businesses have to meet consumers where they're at now. You know what I'm saying? And it meaning like where they congregate, where they hang out, like, um, their values, like meet them where their values are. Like, that's a big one, right? People are wanting to do business. They're more likely to do business with a company that aligns with their values. And I never really understood that until today. I heard some, some of the founders tell like their mission and their stories. And I was like, I want to buy a bag just because this dude is trying to end extreme poverty around the world. Like, okay. Like I'll buy a bag for that. They're cool you know, they're not the cheapest, but I like that, you know? And so just like that, it's a great point to bring up, like meeting customers where they are, like literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just interesting how the times have changed so quickly, right? You don't do business like you did even five years ago, things are obsolete that, that you just, that it's, keeping up with the times, you know, and, and it's so much, I mean, it's just so much out there in the digital realm. I mean, it's just, you, you know, you, you, you honestly like have to have a, a Facebook guy and then a Google guy, and then, you know, a SEO guy and have all these different, you know, because of what it takes nowadays um, and how quickly and competitively it's been, especially in digital marketing area. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a crazy world out there. Well, yeah. What are some of like the biggest shifts that you've seen in digital marketing? How we communicate. Yeah. Uh, so, so the human, so why I enjoy marketing so much is that I can, I feel like I, you know, my journey of like this, you know, the entrepreneurship, the journey of, you know, starting your own thing, the journey of getting your own clients, the journey of, you know, all those things that kind of form you as a person, as well as a business owner, as well as a father, or, you know, so on and so forth. And so it's like the, the bigger, you know, the bigger circle of it, I can, I, you know, I feel like I've seen in my own lives and others are going through the same thing. And so, you know, just the way that we communicate with each other has changed so much. And so our, our focus as, as humans on the phone, we make decisions so much on the phone now more than ever. And so then you can put your company, you know, in that slot in front of them that they're, you know, at this device that there's so much and it can be an easy task. And then what can then happen? You know, what, what decision-making is happening? You know, honestly, the money that you can make from it uh, and how it can create, you know, your business more money is the bigger part and more quickly um, is, is and, and efficiently uh, keeping track of all sorts of uh, data on your, on your business. So then you can make the right decisions to base your decisions off of, because I've seen so many business owners, you know, just make their decision, but then off of what, you know, yeah. so now you can give, you know, data, here's some better uh, understanding and behavior of your customers. And so then that behaves, you know, you look at your business a little bit differently for the business owner. And so it's just an interesting, that's like the shift that I've seen with uh, just the, how we communicate is the biggest and it's more been online more than ever. 
Yeah, I like what you said there about how the data we use to make decisions. I was talking with uh, the CEO of and, co- and co-founder of a Canadian sock company. They're like a high-performance, like athletic sock. And he was talking about uh, making decisions and realizing that, <clears throat> you know, he's like, if you make this decision, could you justify it to 100 people and have a, a majority of them like say that that's reasonable you know what i mean and i was like oh man that's a great way to make decisions because if you're going to pitch it to 100 people and you got to have at least 50 of them say like i understand i understand why you made that decision right or wrong i get it like you're going to have to have some strong data you know what i mean you can't pitch it to 100 people and <laughs> you know what i mean 100 like well and, and, and you know like i guess the right people so like investors or like other business people, you know, you, you'd want to sound like, you know what you're talking about. So of course your data would change. Like the data that you input would affect the output. And I I think that's super important. Like for business owners, especially small business owners, it's like, you know, how am I going to feed the beast? How am I going to feed the beast? How am I going to feed the beast? Because I got overhead, I got, you know, people to pay, you know, all that kind of, you know, that can, can come upon it. And you have to, nowadays, it's just, we bombarded by offers. Um, but, you know, there's, that's where you have to be unique at your offer part, just because of how it is nowadays. And, and so then you can test your offers and see, you know, where's my ideal target audience? That's my sweet spot, because those are the people I like to deal with. They're better mm-hmm. customers. They have better retention, you know, so, and it, and it makes the business life a little bit easier and better. And you, people you're dealing with, uh, you know, you like, mm-hmm. and, and business, we, we deal with a lot of people we don't like, and <laughs> shut our, shut our mouths, but, um, you know, so like creating that for yourself is a big deal, you know, like we're mm-hmm. always as business owners, we're always expanding, always learning, always, always, it's just a continual thing. It doesn't, you don't ever get to a destination. Although we may think that way too sometimes, but um, it's the journey and making your life a little bit easier and, you know, a little bit more effortless. And that's how I see the internet is how, you know, how it can create more effortlessness within, within my life. And then how I can show others that can do the same to theirs. Right. I think that's super important to remove the friction from the buying process. I think, and what, and the problem that a lot of businesses I don't want to say fail to solve, but they don't solve it very well. Is like how long it takes for someone to buy what you're selling them. And and I don't mean like, okay, so you have a Shopify store, you put it in your cart, you click checkout, and now you're done. But like, how hard is it to make the decision? Like you also don't want customers getting like analysis paralysis. You don't yeah. want you don't want <laughs> so too many, much, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you yeah. don't want too little, right? Because like a customer goes on your website, they hang out. Like if they can't find what they're looking for, they're out in a couple seconds and they're going somewhere else to buy it because like, that's what we have today. We have so much competition. So that's a good question for you as a digital marketer. How, like, what is a good place? Where's a good place to start to find your competitive advantage? Because like, I can buy a suit from anywhere. I can buy a shirt from anywhere. Like I don't have to go to whoever right like uh and collar or something like that but like what really makes a competitive advantage for a business 
You know, I think it goes back to the offer, your unique offer. Mm-hmm. Um, like how much value you're going to provide them in that. Right. Office. I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, you think, you know, a lot of stuff, like you want to make your decision behavior uh, uh, of a business decision is based upon like, what, what do you do when you get sold to? What do you do, uh, you know, when you look on the phone? Um, and, and so then you can tap into your, your ideal avatar is the best thing to make a competitive advantage. So now there's so many, you know, so all of our business owners, especially when we first start out, it's just, we'll take what we can get, take what we can get, take what we can get. And it, it can, you know, there's, there's good things to it and bad things to it. And then it becomes, you know. Uh, a little bit of harshness can be towards the business sometimes with the people you deal with mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and a day-to-day basis, it makes a, it makes a difference. But so then like, okay, who would I want to do business with? What is, what is their daily, you know, habits? What is, you know, what do they do? What magazines do they look at or, or places they go on the internet, you know, like, you know, try to find that ideal avatar and then you narrow down to that specific person and do like speak their language, you know, and, and as you're, you know, because when you are looking at something and you get sold to, it speaks your language. And so mm-hmm. then you're more likely to make a conversion on that. And so that's a unique thing to, to like, you know, think about how, how to do for your business is who, who's my ideal avatar? What do they do? And, you know, how, who the people I would like to do business with. And yeah, I, I like that. So it could, because it really does just come down to like your competitive advantages. Yeah. What you can offer your client. Um, but like, you know, and, and part of the offer is like who you are too, right? Like your experience, your mission, like why somebody should listen to you. Right. Um, there's a lot of that that goes into like a competitive advantage. I think we're, I think we're, if we're not past the days of of like competition, like we're we're really close because like 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 you know what I mean? Like I can go buy a shirt from anywhere. Like I don't really have to buy it from one person or another necessarily, right? Because there might be some like like features and stuff like that. But like we're not we're we're pretty far away from like this unique product, right? Like it to to a certain extent, like there is obviously some that are better than others and, and stuff like that. But like, you know, like when I was selling cars, um, like what's the difference between a Honda and Toyota? And it's like, there's not much besides the logo. Like yeah. one might have this, one might have that. But like, if I want a car, I really can't go wrong with either one. Or like cameras, you know, like Canon and Sony. It's like, you know, I, when I go on YouTube, I'll, like, and this is, <clears throat> you know, something for people to think about. Like when you go on YouTube, can you tell which one was shot by a Canon and which was shot by a Sony or a Lumix? Like, pro- no, like not really. You know what I mean? Like, um, cause it's like the message behind the video. You know what I mean? Like, can you tell what microphone someone's using? Like, unless you're a really, unless you're listening to all different microphones all day. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, you know, you're yeah, off. It's a- why you do things. Yeah. And it's important just to get content out because I know a lot of times that we can get so caught up into, uh, you know, what to do and the story behind it and, you know, so on and so oh, forth. Yeah. Then we just don't do it. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, it's just, they don't have time to do it. 
um, is, is a lot of the, the, the reason, but I think in a deeper sense, it's just like, what do, you know, they can get caught up in those type of things and then they don't do it, but just to start out getting content, just start out, just, just what you think, you know, you should do and, and do it and just little baby steps. It doesn't have to be this elaborate thing. Like you're saying, you know, because people, people can't tell if it's shot by a Canon or another brand, you know, the same thing goes with, with content, mm. you know? And, and so it's, uh, you know, to get started and, you know, see what reactions to, to do, because this is an important thing. Digital marketing is really important for your business nowadays. And I can see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I learned a lot about selling. Uh, I actually learned a ton more about selling when I was learning direct, co direct copyright, like direct message copywriting and like learning how to write sales pages on the internet and stuff. I was like, holy cow. It really switches like everything that you think about. You know what I mean? Like direct, direct, uh, what is it called? Direct selling copy or direct marketing copy. It's just like direct copy. But like you have to get, you have to know your customer a lot because you want them to read on, the, on your sales page. You want them to say like, oh my gosh, this guy was in my head last. You know what I mean? Like that is exactly what I felt like and what I saw. And that's when you start like getting through to customers and like having that relationship with them. And see, this is a problem I've always had with, with um, selling. Okay. So like one of the big things in sales is like build a relationship, build a relationship, build a relationship. Okay. I agree with you. The problem is <clears throat> when I think of a relationship, like if, if I think of like what the relationships I have, not many of the relationships that I currently have are less than a couple years. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would like define as a relationship. Like I've known you for a long time. We have a relationship, you know, but like, could I say, like I was at a conference today, could I say any of the people that I had there, we had, had a relationship. And so it's not a bad thing to say. I think it's a little, I think it's too big to focus on. But when you start with empathy and when you meet customers where they are at the beginning, that's how you can kind of jumpstart this relationship to the point where, <clears throat> to the point where people are willing to do business with you. What's up, everybody? I want to introduce you to a new piece of software that is launching soon. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by CapShow. CapShow is the first AI-powered podcast copywriter for expert podcasters. This software turns your audio file into a headline, into show notes, into uh, captions, social media captions, promotional email. It even provides you a transcript to put in the show notes or your website for more SEO. Their beta is launching on June 1st, and I want you to join me for the beta version. The link to join if you're an expert podcaster is in the description below, so make sure that you go check that out. This will be the best decision you've ever made if you're an expert podcaster. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than EmpatheticSelling.com. EmpatheticSelling.com is for founders and salespeople and business owners who want to generate more leads, win more customers, and go further in their business. Empathetic Selling gives you access to all of my videos and training courses on selling and lead generation. It gives you special access to our Discord community and weekly live events held by me with our community 
so that we can answer your questions in real time and get you rolling in the right direction with your business. So for only $47 a month, you can start leveling up. Go to empatheticselling.com, links in the description below and in the show notes. If you're watching on YouTube, please join. It'll be the best decision you ever made. Thank you so much. Without necessarily having that like solid relationship, but they felt they've been heard, they felt they've been seen, and they're ready now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you make a good point just because, I mean, you think about yourself, like just, I know like sometimes when I get offers or like scroll through things, look through the internet, I'm oftentimes very skeptical, very skeptical. So I'm already skeptical going into it. And so it's interesting then my decision behaviors and what I think until I think otherwise. And so then when I see a video or, or read certain kind of content and I resonate with it, my, my trust level goes up, you know, and, 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 and so that's why, you know, sharing stories, your own story is is so important to your own life because as you know, like to, to really grow as a person, I feel, you know, the most that you grow is, is when you share your own story, there's just something about that. A lot of times we're too scared to share our own story because what do we got to offer? Um, But that's the very thing holding you back. And so then to, to share your own story and there's a lot of people that love to listen to your story. And, and I love to listen to stories, you know, I, I I love it. And just to see that the, you know, the hardship to then the, the success and what defines, you know, them going through that hardship and suffering was the very thing that defined their success. You know, like there's something about yeah, those kinds yeah, yeah, of yeah. stories and, that, and it's, you know, that. Yeah. It's always interesting to hear when like, I've, you know, I've interviewed a ton of founders, a ton of business owners, and it's always interesting to see like, you know, you really wouldn't go back and do anything different because that's what made you where you are. You know what I mean? Like, Sure, it would have been nice not to have gone through some of the things we've gone through. But I was, we were at this event. I was listening to, well, all of us there were listening to uh, Todd Peterson, the CEO of Vivint and founder of Vivint. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a few of those guys. And he was like, he was up there on stage <clears throat> and he was like, I'm retired. I mean, this dude's got like a baller suit on. He's oh, got yeah. like diamond watch. It, is, it was really impressive. It was fun to watch. I mean, like, that's not. So you went. So you went to it live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Okay. Yeah, cool. it was sweet. And so anyway, I mean, like, like I'm not trying to say like that's the goal, but it was cool. It was just really fun to watch him talk. He's a really cool speaker. And but the one of the things he said that really stuck out to me was he was like, you know, and and, and I hate when people say this, but from him it just gave me a different feeling. But he was like, you know, I miss the days of like the early days of starting a business when you're worried about things and when you're fighting with employees and customers and all these things. He's like, I would do, he's like, I, I love that. And he's like, and I miss that. And, you know, it's, but it's kind of like when a billionaire says like money won't make you happy. It's like, okay, sure. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. but have you seen, yeah, but have you seen the bills I got to pay? <laughs> yeah, right. It, would, yep. it might not make me happy, but I would yeah. certainly not make me any less happy. You know, Dude, money is such an interesting thing, it's isn't a, it? Yeah, I mean, it just is, the yeah. way that we think what money is to us and what success means, you know, and just yeah, that it's all about yeah. mindset and what, you know, it's just interesting on my own, like learning how I've watched my own self, like shift my, my mindset towards money, yeah. you know, and it's just, <laughs> it's just funny how, you know, the trial ships of money 
and what that defines you and that stress that gets created mm-hmm. when you're when you when you can't pay bills, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and you know you 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 get your truck rebuilt, and you know then then what you know of that that what what can what can happen with that mindset towards money, and to to climb out, um, it's all about the mindset of how you feel, how you think, you know, your self worth that is attached to money, um, is was what you know really shifted within me. I I attached so much self worth towards money, and then I was so contracted by it because I didn't have any, and so then right. you know by not yeah, having any, yeah. then I'm not worth anything. And so, yeah. so then, you know, that what that got created in me, the mindset and, and the self-negative talk that was in the beginning uh, of the mindset towards the money thing, because I attach success or whatever at this destination, of course, I'm never going to reach it because I'm the one that created it. And so, so it's just interesting learning how I created these different things and mindsets to shift uh, the expansion of you know um letting go of a lot of those things of what i thought money was is the very thing that's you know set me free but it took a lot of you know like it, it was a lot of fear around it i noticed a lot of fear around money and then yeah you then you know shift like man i'm creating this for myself what the heck you know <laughs> and and then um to see you know how you do create your own suffering with a lot of different things <laughs> but we always try like to that. play the hero <laughs> And we're always, you know, either right, we're always on the right side and we can't admit that we're wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny, you know, just, uh, and so, yeah, it's just, money is such an interesting thing in this world, is it not? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had two thoughts while you were talking. First, uh, just the idea, like a relationship with money, it's a lot about, it's a lot like the relationship with control. So like there, we live by like the paradox of control, which is to say, the less you realize you have, the more you gain, you know what I'm saying? And then while you were talking, uh, you know, I had another thought, which was, um, you know, about the suffering that happens because it's true, man. Like we really, we suffer more by the stories that we tell ourselves than, than what actually happened. And I tell the story a lot, but I learned it. Um, it's one, it's an old Zen story, like Buddha Zen story about like the arrow, right? <clears throat> like getting shot with an arrow. So a guy get guys in the wood, woods, he gets shot with an arrow. So there's two, there's two versions of the story. The first version is the guy gets shot with an arrow. Um, and why, and, and then they get the arrow out. Um, and he's still suffering a year later because he hasn't reconciled the story that he's told himself about why he got shot. So we can either do one of two things, right? We can, just handle the truth. I got shot with an arrow period. Right. Or you can tell, you can try to explain why you got shot with an arrow and then you're going to suffer for a really long time. And then the second version of the story is even, I I like this one a lot where the uh, guy's walking through the woods, he gets shot with an arrow and his family's trying to save him. They're like, we need to go to a doctor. We need to go to a doctor. And he's like, no, not until I find out who shot me. Not until I figure out why this happened. And they're like, no, listen, you're going to die if you don't get this arrow out. And he's like, who shot me? You're not, don't touch me until we figure out who did this. And the man ends up dying because he was so worried about why something happened and who did it and what was the whole reason 
that he didn't understand that his life could have been saved by simply letting his family help him get him to a doctor. And I think that's what we do with a lot of stuff, man. Like, you know, we do sit around and, and we're like, Hey, um, you know, why does this, why does money not come to me or whatever? Right. Or, or, or these, these certain things. And I think if you can just apply those principles, not, not dwelling on the reason, right? Like, and, and that's kind of a double edged sword, right? Like you do want, there is, you might be making some mistakes on money, like that you can control, right? But it's better not to worry about like, not a negative why. So, so not like, why is this happening to me? But like, how can I get it? Right? Like, st- there must be some trick. And, uh, but that's great, you know, and, and, and money. I think um, when you, when you start to yeah, find yourself worth in it, then it becomes pretty dangerous. But otherwise, like money comes, money goes. Like they literally print it every day. Like we, <laughs> if someone had made a different decision a hundred years ago, we might be trading, you know, our currency might be goats or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, crazy. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I, I like, but I, you know, that's a conversation that always comes up with, with business owners, right? Like, um, but it's that question shift. Yeah. It's that mindset shift of like, not why is this happening to me, but like, how can I get it? And then like, you know, one of my favorite authors broke it down, like Mark Manson. Uh, he said, he said, the question isn't like, how bad do you want it? The question is like, what are you willing to suffer to get it? <laughs> like, uh, and that goes back to another, you know, I just, I love, like, I love hearing these things because when I hear something that sticks, so I have a lot of quotes that I like remind myself all the time. And another one is like, it's okay to change the goal if you're not willing to eat the price. Don Michael Jr. said it. And it's like, that's not, that's not a bad piece of advice. Like if you get started and you don't, and you don't want to eat that, well, maybe you should change. You know what I mean? Maybe you, know, you should focus on something. I think in life too, it's like, uh, we're all learning, you know, yeah, and we think, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think that, you know, it's just interesting looking and, and just kind of the world shifts that changes all the time. And it's just interesting because, you know, for me, that's why I feel like I have something within marketing is that I can like, I don't know, I have this connection I feel towards like the human consciousness and that's just how I feel. Yeah. And, and so and then there's different things that, you know, I see within me, I see within out and, and then, um, you know, what, what all gets created from, from that type of, you know, thinking and how a lot of the, it's just, you know, I, that I've been a part of and the contraction and the judgment that I put on myself because I'm my hardest, harshest critic mm-hmm. and then learning how much that letting that go really helped me excel as a business owner, as a father, as a, you know, so on and so forth that, you know, I feel like I have this new self-awareness because I can, you know, I guess just that work it takes to love yourself because that's a big mm-hmm. deal to love yourself. And, and it really expands and grows you and your horizons more than you can ever think as a business owner, as, you know, a, a father and so much more to life than just business, but we just get so sucked up into it. And, and well, it's. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and again, this just goes back to the paradox I was talking about. Like the more you chase 
business success, the, the harder it runs away from you. Like, I really do believe that, that money and success follow a scarcity principle. Like if like, you know what I mean? Like if, if, uh, you know, you get just like, if you were selling something and this guy really wants it really bad, you're going to be like, wait a minute. If you want, like, if there's so many people who want this really bad, like, do I really want to give it away? You know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's like, that's why we spend tens of thousands of dollars on coaches. See what I'm saying? Because like they have something that everybody wants and they're like, well, then maybe, you know what I mean? Then maybe there should be, we should work for it a little bit. Um, but the harder you, the harder you try, the further away it goes because like you're missing the point of things, right? Like, you know, if you want to attract this kind of stuff, you kind of just got to let it be, you know, you got to have the right mindset, but you also just got to like, you know, I've always, uh, lived by that philosophy and it's kind of counterintuitive. And I learned that principle from a book I read. And the first chapter of this book was don't try. And, and what he meant was what he meant was this principle that I'm talking about. Uh, and that, that, I, I kind of had this idea, but he really put it in perspective and really clarified it well, which is like, look, the harder you try to get at something, the more like the more mistakes you make and the more like like crazy it gets. But like if you're like, hey, look, if I win, sweet, if I don't, sweet. Like I'm gonna do everything that I can. I'm gonna go in there and whatever happens, happens. Right? You win more like that. Like, like you know, think of like a sports person, right? Like, like, uh, Tiger Woods, like that guy was not worried about making a putt. He was not worried about it. Like he didn't have any anxiety. He wasn't stressed. He did what he was supposed to do. He planned it out. He mapped it out. And then he took the shot and he was like, look, you know, he was, but he wasn't like anxious and stressing and like, oh, this putt has to go in or my whole life is gone. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Like how how do you juggle to try to reach that like flow state? I like to call it, you know, just where, where can, you can just tap into it and it's just like effortless and you're not thinking about it because if you think that then that would kind of screw you up, if you even think about it, kind of like flow. (laughs) And I feel like, you know, like you can tap into that, you know, and, and yeah, um, it, but it, it takes a certain of yourself and your own, self-discovery of your own gifts that you can contribute to this world because each of us has our own unique gifts and you know it's sure a lot easier working with a person that's in their gifts and, and you are in yours and that co-creation and it and it's just you can create so much more with you know one and one doesn't equal two weeks so equals 11 kind of thing yeah and um but but yeah it's 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 an interesting journey man <laughs> i think uh I think that it's nice um, when you talk about that kind. Of, like I, uh, I really do believe in in a lot of instances that, you know, to answer your question, like how do we get to that flow state? I do believe in a lot of instances it has a lot to do with like your experience. Like so, one of the things I love to tell people, you know, is like in sales or like when I'm doing like selling consultancy, I do I you know just like act like you've been there before. Like that's what you know, act like you've been there before. And that story came from, I'll never forget it. We had a guy, he was really good on the football team. 
And, you know, he got, and, and it was so funny. Like, I don't know in my life, I've like, I have ADHD, so I do forget a lot of things, but like there, I remember certain things and it's very weird. Like my memory is just selective on what I remember, but listen, we were in a game. We were, we were, it was really close. And this was back in the days where like, if you like spike the ball or celebrated too much in the end zone, like that was a penalty. Um, and I don't know if that's still the case now. It could be, but I haven't, I don't, I don't watch high school football that much, but he's our, our best, you know, wide receiver caught a touchdown. It was really close. So we were up by like a couple points and, uh, uh or it might've been that we were tied and this field goal would have, would have made it uh one point up or something. And he scored and spiked the ball and like just went crazy. And uh, we got a penalty and that put us back on the field goal kick, which I mean, was fine. But my coach flipped out and he yelled at this kid and he said, act like he's like, what the hell are you doing? Act like you've been there before. And I was like, dang. And I've kind of remembered that lesson throughout life. And it's like, when you're selling, when you're marketing, it's like, you should be confident and act like you've sold the client, right? Because it's also kind of suspicious when, when somebody, you know, has never sold anything. And so they're like really awkward and like, please, you know, I really want, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's interesting <laughs> that you say that though. It's just because I was just thinking about that today. I mean, if you think about like the, so not being confident, you know, remembering back in your life. Hold on. I can't hear you boss. So I sold cars for, sorry. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 You're good. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I had a little something <laughs> going on. Um, so yeah, I was selling cars for, so uh, in the beginning, I sold cars for five years and in the beginning of it, you know, I loved cars and, you know, I could tell you a lot about them, but, but selling them is a different journey. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like this, the confidence of like closing a car deal in the beginning was a big deal, you know, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. going through the, you know, when you're first selling your couple, you know, and trying to get that confidence up. And then what it kind of, you know, understanding that, you know, this is a new experience and try not to judge yourself through this, but, and then that can help you gain more confidence and more self-assurance and then to get the roots and grounds to, to then sell a car. And because you, you learn how to close people and what questions to ask and, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, tendencies or, or you would you know, likes, don't likes kind of thing. And so then how, uh, then that can build your confidence, but, you know, I feel like confidence almost has kind of like a, you know, Oh, you're confident. You know, sometimes people have a negative, uh, thing attached to it yeah, sometimes, sure, sure. you know, like, or, or to themselves, it's like, I, Oh, I'm not confident, <laughs> you know? And so that's what I'm talking about as the negative thing connected to it. And then to then shift that of, I am worth something of just me, just staying here, just being here. I am worth it. And, and just like, just in the presence in the now moment, you know, yeah, to even yeah, just yeah. go there is a big deal because we're so just caught up in our own heads and own stories <laughs> yeah. so much of what this person talked about, that person talked about to us. Yeah. And we play the victim or villain or, or hero to that to and then yeah, what that creates yeah. in our lives i mean so it's just, oh yeah you know, the whole world of of this chaos um but it's all beauty at the same time 
Um, yeah. But it's it's just interesting on, yeah, that confidence level and self-talking to yourself. The negative self-talk is really what's really connected to, you know, not confidence to then the self-assurance. You know, I feel like, yeah. like there's confidence and then there's like self-assurance. And those people that have that self-assurance that don't like flaunt it or, you know, they're, they're yeah. it's like different, you know. And you, yeah. and you well, listen to those type of people, you know, you're like, you're more interested in those type of people right, because right, of right, that. Right. right. And so, yeah. you know, that's, in, and I know, cause I wanted to learn from those type of people. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah. Well, well that, that, you know, that type of person also follows the, the, the paradox, uh, control, the paradox of control, right? Like I'm not worried about closing this deal because if I don't, I've got 15 more ready to go. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of power in that. And I like, not in an arrogant way. So like when I say this, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a little more, uh, I'm a little more polished when I say it to customers, but essentially what I get at is like, look, if you don't buy this, like, that's totally fine. We can go get a drink later. But like, if you don't buy this, it's no skin off my back. Cause I got 15 people ready to go, you know? And it's because customers like that customers like, no, well, you know, back what we were talking about in the beginning, like gone are the days of us running to them. They like they come to us. And, and I mean that like, or excuse me, the opposite, right? Opposite of, of you know, we have to meet them where they are, not not them coming to us, right? Like we have to meet them. And so, you know, it's really nice when you meet somebody who's like, look, I don't need to be pushy. Like you came to me. Let's figure this out. And if it doesn't work, it's OK, you know. Uh, but the reason I can I can be like that is because I know in my head like I got 15 people ready to go. Yeah, and so one yeah. one one thing is not going to mess anything up. And me. it's interesting though that like <laughs> the journey to get there, you know, it's just funny in the beginning when you did have one client. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and and you were uh, you know codependent <laughs> so to speak. Right. And and so uh, you know you needed this cell. Your support <laughs> is on this cell. I need yeah, this. Yeah. You know, and so, but it's just interesting on what that you know what that person kind of like puts out as an energy and what the what the customer then feels that you know. So then when you are self assured like you you know with I got fifteen more appointments, there's a different energy. And so yeah, and, it is, and yeah. it's just an interesting like you know, there's a difference to, to how you present yourself like that, um, of, of, of the effect of why it works, the results that yeah. get from it. Yeah. Head high, shoulders back, man. And we, and you yeah. know what you're talking about too. Like, I like that you, uh, you brought it up a couple of times, at least the word, the hero, right? Like we play this hero and you know, what's tough about playing the hero. Um, I don't know if you've ever read the book, the hero with a thousand faces. I have Joseph, not, no. by Joseph Campbell. That book will change your life. But uh, that's the book that uh, I don't know who created Star Wars, but George Lucas. That's the book that he read that inspired oh, Star Wars. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, the hero's journey is is basically like I won't go into all the details, but there's a point. Yeah, there's a point in the hero's journey where the hero doesn't want to like fights against his destiny. Right? He's like, I'm not going to do this. I wasn't, this is what, and I'm what I want to do. And then he, then it's revealed to the hero as to why he should change his mind. And that inevitably happens to all of us in business, right? Like there is a time when we come and we're like, dude, I don't want to do this. This sucks. Nobody's, nobody's buying. Nobody's listening to me. My ads suck, whatever. Right. 
And then we start to quit. And that's when we get our sort of crossroads where we're met with, where we're met with the Cheshire cat who says like, you know, which way should I go? Is like, depending on what, it all depends on what, where you want to go. Right. Like, like which path should I take? Well, that depends on where you want to go. And uh, we're, we're revealed this instance where we see what we can do and we have to make a choice and uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think like not enough. So, so one of my hot takes in sales, by the way, before we go into this new thing, I'm going to try with you called the lighting round. Well, one of my hot takes in sales is that we, we spend so much time on psychology of selling, which is very important but we don't spend enough time on the philosophy of sales, which is to say, mm-hmm. and, and what keeps you in business longer? It's that quote of the person who loves walking will go further than the person who loves the destination. See what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. that kind of mentality. So I like to focus on the philosophy of selling and business development. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because you're going to stay in business longer if you enjoy it and you see the lessons and you see them for what they are and you see the struggles for what they really are instead of like, ah, I didn't make any money today. guess I should quit. You know what I mean? It didn't work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tyson lied to me. It didn't work, but no, well, dude, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. A lot, you know, like I, being a marketer, like, um, you know, it's just funny. Just taught, you know, I, I get the lessons in, that I've learned through like how people, want to hire a marketing company to save their business like because what well, sometimes business owners may be a little bit messy to say the least and so then it affects their finances and so yeah. then they think that i'm just going to do facebook ads and it's going to you know bring income because that's what you know everybody's been saying but then they put up a facebook ad and don't know how to hook it up and now don't know how to retarget so on and so forth and it doesn't work and so then it's like oh you know oh doesn't work and so, but if you understand your offer and how to do the tracking and, you know, how you want to communicate to your customers, where are you going to track these customers? You know, you know, how, how are you finding them? What is the best source to, to find them? Um, you know, these, these different adjust your, your, your avatar of who you want to do business with um, really changes you as a company. And that adds to that philosophy, I feel, within what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's easier. It's more fun. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, sometimes yeah. as business owners, we just, it was, we're all the fun is sucked out because we're trying to please <laughs> everybody else. And we always yeah, put ourselves yeah, yeah. last. And so no wonder why we're all pissed off, you know? <laughs> and so uh, it's just, it's just, you know, interesting on, you know, the, the, trying to find that balance, you know, trying yeah, to find, yeah. you know, the four hour work week kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, like how yeah. to put people in place and systems in place to help you. And it's interesting on the digital realm that, um, that my software can really help, you know, within business owners that way and organize it. And it's just been, you know, they're, they're starting to work on their business instead of in it because of all these different channels. Like for instance, yeah. a lot of the issues I was seeing is, um, 
you know, like a customer, okay, you have a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you know, all these different uh, platforms that you get customers in. And so now you have to go to Facebook and, uh, you know, message them back or Instagram DM message them back, you know, or text yeah. message or email. So now you have all these Whatever. different avenue <laughs> platforms. And of course, you you know, customers are going to slip through the cracks. So what my software does, it hooks up to all of them in one spot. And so you can yeah. text message, Facebook, email, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, even Google Messenger, because Google, you know, so with me, I, you know, I, I built websites and, and ranked websites on Google. So I know how websites uh, read with Google and what Google likes to see with websites. And so, you know, Google My Business is a big deal, uh, you know, now more than ever now with, with how yeah. decision making are happening with, you know, when you see the business uh, has a Google My Business, you know, reviews, so on and so forth. It's a big buyer's yeah. decision nowadays. And so, you know, helping businesses, you know, rank you know, on the first page when somebody types in a certain keyword and then, you know, how that then affects their business. And then my software can send out review requests and we have this safe business that uh, we've been working on it, man. It's so awesome. So he got on the software, we hooked up all yeah. these different avenues so he can communicate all his customers in one spot. Um, and, and now he's putting his customers and, um, you know, tracking them and seeing if they're coming from organic or paid traffic or doing paid uh, Facebook advertising and Google uh, YouTube ads. And so, you know, getting to see, and that's another thing about the software is cool is that you can see the reports of your Google ads, the reports of your uh, Facebook, because a lot of times, you know, you hire a business, um, you know, Facebook ad agency, for instance, and, um, you know, you, you don't see all maybe what you should within your, you know, cost per acquisitions, what your, you know, what your traffic is really costing you to, to what's your conversions are and isn't making you money. Cause that's a big deal in business. Right. And right, so right, to right, then right. have that right in the back of, you know, uh, the, the dashboard, you can see how your ads are performing, how much traffic you're getting on your website. Um, and then you can, you know, automate your business so you can have different offers and send out your customers that are already in your database, say, you know, and, and now you can retarget to your customers. And that's a, that's a huge deal is business owners don't retarget to their customers that they've already sold. And it's retarded not to, because you have 80% chance of selling them again. And so they're much easier, uh, sell to get than new customers. And so now yeah. you, with this software, you can now like text message and retarget as uh, your old customers with an offer and just say, hey, person, uh, you know, we're, we're appreciate you as a customer. Um, would you like an offer? And then you just leave at that. And then they'll say yes or no. And then my software can <laughs> tell if they said yes or no. And so then, you know, if it was a positive response, we will then send them an offer. If it was a negative response, we'll say, no worries. Thank you. You know. Appreciate yeah. it. See you later. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want those people. Right. And so, so then, you know, now you can automate your business with these different offers and now see uh, what offers are working better than others. So you can split. Right. So right. Oh, this offer. Because otherwise you just don't know. You know, you could throw yeah. and just think that offer is working, but you know, you just don't know. And that's what split testing is, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I like now that. you can have fun with it, with your own kind of pool of people and see different offers and get, get back into to, to having fun with your business, you know? Um, yeah, that, that uh, is where the fun is, man. How much 
easier that is. And so now <laughs> yeah, it has an email, like it, it, so it's just really amazing software. It has an email campaign, text message campaign. You can um, uh, send out reviews, automate your business, see different reports. Uh, it has a social media planner. So you can schedule out your social medias for the month or a year, say. So, oh man, that's a deal for business owners to just, yeah, okay, yeah. spend one dime and just kind of boom, 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 got the whole month. And then you don't have to worry about it. Awesome. You know, so <laughs> right. now you're being more efficient um, with a business owner. Now you're having more time for your family because that's yeah. what really matters. You're doing it for your family. You're doing it for your son, your daughter, you know, so on and so forth. And that's the bigger aspect of, of you know, life, business, of, of that's why you do things. And so then, you know, it frees up my, my clients' time more. They're, you know, if they can, uh, you know, focus on why they do it. Go, go up and, and go fishing and go camping or, or whatever that, that lights you up the most that you need to have that outlet. And so it's, you know, that's the stuff I see. You know, that's the things that I really enjoy helping others. And I want to contribute to the world that way. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, that's, uh, that's great, dude. And so we're going to try something new. Yeah. Um, by the way, before we do this, where can people find you? Where's the website? So uh, we're still working on our website. This is still kind of a new thing. But uh, uh, so, I mean, we've been probably... We, we created our own uh, marketing company around the software. So it's a, sure. you know, me and my business owner, we created a new marketing company. We had a, uh, another marketing company um, and now we've created this one. So we're still in the works of having a website, but you can find it at foundlocalmarketing.com. But just reach out to me if, if you know, and then we can further more yeah. our conversation. But, you know, it's like a mechanic. You're working on a lot of other people's, you know, cards except <laughs> yourself. <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, that's right. That's like that. It's all good. That's that's right. Process. All right. So we'll take. So lightning round means we got to be quick. So we'll do this in in five minutes. All right. So I'm just going to ask you questions. You got to just tell me what you know, what you think. And then uh, hopefully this will be value packed for everybody. All right. So first question, what book, what book do you recommend most to budding entrepreneurs? To what entrepreneurs? Like budding, like new entrepreneurs. Oh, but okay. Yeah. Uh, read uh, for the marketing stuff, one page marketing plan. Dope. That book. Uh, what's the best purchase you could make as an entrepreneur for under a hundred dollars? Um, shoot, Nanny. Um, wow, dude, there's so many. I'm sorry. It was supposed to be quick <laughs> and I'm not quick. You're, so. you're good. Man. Take your time. Um, ahead, bro. Okay. So, so what? Would they purchase for hundred uh, under a hundred dollars that they can like like it's useful for them? Yeah, could be anything. Software, yeah, just like books, a, like a, yeah. like like your probably your day planner. You know, something like your you know to organize your day. Oh yeah, using yeah using you time know, like wise. an app that's for free kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Day to set. Okay, I'm gonna do this. 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 this <laughs> it's probably the best thing you can do as an early entrepreneur is to get in the habit of everything. That's great. That's sick, man. All right. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received as a business as an entrepreneur? There. Um. Follow your heart. 
what's the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten as a business owner? That I guess, you know, something doesn't work is what comes <laughs> to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's never going to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I guess we kind of talked about this before, but like, what should, if, if, if there's a new business or a new brand starting, what should their focus be on starting their brand or business? What should they be focused on the most? So like recently we, we had, uh, so I just, a buddy of mine, um, Stacy Stubbs, he's, he just created this, uh, invention and it picks up, uh, goat head weeds. Um, so do you know, like, uh, you know, yeah. you, you, as a kid, you got those flat tires and, and that, yeah, weeds that, yeah, that, we, call that them, we call them so stickers. sticker burrs. Okay. Yeah. St- yeah. You know, so, uh, thorny things that hurt when you step on them. Yeah. Those. Um, and so, uh, he picks it, he has this invention that picks them up and then puts them in a, in a basket. And so you can just roll over and you don't have to step on them now. And so, so that just, um, so I, we build them a marketing, yeah, we build them a one-page website with the product. And then um, he put a post on. So what we did is we got a Facebook, we got a website, we, we got a YouTube, we did a, a video um, and 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 uh, he hired somebody else to do a video and they did a great job. So I just want to give a shout out to, to them. But um, and, and so then we kind of got all these things in the beginning because he's just starting his business. And so you get all those out and then he posted on TikTok uh, just, you know, uh, how it was working and boom, it, it got like in, in a day, it got a million views. The next day it got 2 million, three, and now it's up to 17 million views. Wow. And, and so it went viral and then all of a sudden, you know, boom, you know, he's a local guy up here in Colorado city, you know, just working his butt off to, to make this invention because it was always something he always wanted to do. He kind of put it on the shelf for, for a while. And, and uh, now he's, you know, want to do what he wants to do and starts creating it and trying to fine tune it, you know, many, many years later, he's ready yeah. to launch it. And so, uh, you know, it's been a process to get to this point. So then all of a sudden to have it blow up like that, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and then what they do was interesting is then they looked up the website uh, and then the website, it is what then converted them. And he's now in 13 days, he sold over 18 or, or uh, 800 um, uh, units and, you know, uh, $190,000 in sales in, in that short period of time. That's crazy. And so it was, it was interesting on, you know, all organic, all organic, you know? Yeah. And so it's just a very interesting thing to have happen as a, you know, as the marketer as well as, yeah. uh, you know, the business owner and just, you know, hooking up, uh, you know, different things to make his life easier and the software is on, on his, his, uh, website. So it's been making things a lot easier when you have hundreds and hundreds of messages of, uh, you <laughs> right. know, of just blowing up and so much. I mean, you yeah. can only imagine as a business owner or something and then, and you're totally, you know, we're not ready for that, that kind of <laughs> hit. And so, so the biggest thing, you know, that we is get your, your digital stuff, like make a Facebook, uh, you know, make a Google oh, My okay. business and, and do those things as a business. So then your digital storefronts, like digital doors, you know, you, yeah. you get a storefront, you got to get inside. So boom, it's, it's like digital yeah. doors that you can do yeah. a lot of it for free. So then it makes it like, 
you know, a little bit easier for business owners that can have a bigger impact and it'll create more effortlessness in their life. That's sweet. Okay. What's uh, your favorite quote that you use in business? Dude, there's so many of them. I know, I know. It's on the spot. (laughs) You know, you like say quotes every day to yourself and then when you're on the spot, you can't think of one. (laughs) The business. um, Gosh, you know, I think with me, I don't know. I can't think of something right now. All right, that's fair. Let me think. I I like I really like Henry Ford. Uh, uh, what okay. he said of either you think you can, or you think you can't. Either way, you're right. Yeah. Okay. That's a good okay. one. Though. So if you think you can do it, you're or right. Or if you think you can't, uh, either way, you're right. So if you yeah, think you can right. do something, yeah, good. <laughs> if you think you can't, you know you can't. So it's just like. I really like that. That was a deep one for me to like see what I thought I couldn't do was just limiting myself. Right. Right. I like that a lot, man. Well, thank you so much, Tyson. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate. It. I think you're doing an amazing job, dude. I love how you just have, you know, business owners of of every walks of life and, you know, them sharing their story, you providing that platform, you're sacrificing your time. You know, I see the hustle. I see the effort. You got your sales thing. You got think uh, uh, the thinking project, and then you know your other stuff you got going on. Um, you know, you're doing an amazing job, man. I just want to let you know I see that, and it's an honor to to you know be a part of your life as well as um, you know us crow together, man. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Thank well, thank you so much for the kind words, my man. See you, brother. Yep.